0: Welcome to The Odd Topic everyone, your not-so-average host with your not-so-average topics. My name is CK and I'll be your host for today's podcast. We'll get into our segment called The Christian Walk. On today's show we have a very special guest, a Zambian Christian blogger by the name Glenda Lubudo. The title of her blog is The Unfolding. Enjoy.
1: Hello everyone, my name is Glenda Tutula. I am a Zambian Christian blogger, currently a third year medical student and today this lovely podcast decided to have me as a guest and even though I've said thank you about a hundred times, I want to say thank you again, it's such an honor and even if you guys just needed someone to sit here and be awkward, (laughs) it would still be an honor to be here, so thank you. Uh, So I'll be sharing my testimony today and I hope it can bless one or two people out there. So in second semester of second year, I got sick. I wouldn't necessarily say it was a sudden sickness because I was feeling pains here and there, but I ignored it. I just attributed it to the fact that perhaps I was overworking myself, perhaps I was not getting enough sleep. I mean, med school is busy, so it's not something that really caught me by surprise. But then I realized that most of the things that I was able to do on my own were becoming difficult tasks and even just bending to get something, it was just so difficult and I, I realized that I started limping and I couldn't do a lot of things on my own and the pain just became increasingly, increasingly unbearable. By the end of the week, I couldn't take it and my friends had to take me to the hospital. When we went there, the doctors had examined me. They did a number of tests and he came up with a diagnosis and he told me that I needed to have surgery done in the next two hours. But then just hearing surgery and even considering the part that was affected, it was my spine and the spine is the most delicate. When I was thinking surgery, when I just heard the word surgery, my mind automatically went to all the things that would go wrong. I started thinking, what if someone blinks at the wrong time and just there they make a mistake and I never get to walk again. I was so terrified. And so I just didn't want anything to do with it and I asked my friends to take me home. So we were there, no one knew what to do. I was in pain and it was just a moment of confusion because we didn't know what to do next. One of my friends then decided that maybe we could go to the other hospital to get a second opinion and just to see that uh, surgery is not the only option that we had, so we went there and immediately rushed me to the emergency department. By that time, I was crying, screaming. I was in so much pain. I just remember being surrounded by so many doctors and nurses and the friends who I was with. I couldn't comprehend their questions, so I was not answering anything. My friends are the ones who spoke for me. and In a matter of time, I was rushed to one of the wards, and they put drips on me. And the nurses came in, gave me some injections, and that's the only thing that managed to keep the pain subsided for a while. And then the doctor said that if we didn't want to have surgery done, he wanted to do more tests on me. He wanted more time to, to see what exactly was going on. So he wanted me to be admitted for a whole month. And I'm like, how do I do this a whole month? The first thing that came to my mind is, what will happen to my school? How can I miss a whole month of school? It was it was not a thought I wanted to welcome in my mind but then no matter how stubborn I was I had to put my health first in that case so uh, I was not necessarily admitted to the hospital because I didn't want to be in the hospital environment so I was admitted from my room but then I had to go to the hospital every every day for treatment and it was rough. At that time I lost the ability to walk on my own so I was now on a wheelchair. And I couldn't do anything on my own. My friends had to do everything. Talk about feeding me, dressing me. They had to position my pillows. They had had to do everything. I couldn't do anything on my own. And it was just such a low, dark time of life. And it was sad. When my friends would go to class, I would literally have to wait for them to come back before I can go and pee because I just couldn't do anything on my own it was really really tough and I remember in that season there was this one song that I listened to almost all the time called at the mention of his name and in that season that was the only prayer that I could say I would be there saying God you are my strength you are my anchor and you never fail and that was that was my declaration anyway to avoid making this too long I will skip to the part where things got better so, about the treatment didn't take one month as we hoped because there were some medications that I was just not responding well to and also in the process of getting treatment I injured the other leg and it twisted my kneecap and the other leg got injured and make it made it more difficult for me to walk. So the treatment didn't take one month and I was not admitted for only one month, it actually took longer. But by the grace of God, a few, three months or so, two, three months later, I was able to learn how to walk again. The doctors would help me and I remember how tight I would hold my doctor's hands, telling her, no, I can't do it. And she'd be there teaching me how to walk and I felt like a child again. She'd be telling me, no, you can do this. Just take some steps. It was, (laughs) it was quite something. But I eventually learned how to walk by God's grace and fast forward five or six months later I was fine even though I'd get some discomforts here and there it was nothing compared to how it was before. So I was fine and I decided let me just try out for the sports team and I was somehow hoping I don't make it because that was a long shot for me but (laughs) there were not so many people so I eventually I think I made it by default so I was there and the training was very difficult and in the process of training I got another ankle injury and I just felt like quitting but it got to the point where the games were around the corner and there was just no space for quitting we just had to do it And I guess most of it was just fear. I remember that it was a great, great, great weekend because I never expected the turn of events. God really came through. I got a medal in the 400 meter race that I did. I was the first female international student to get a gold medal and for the first time, The Females Trophy came to the international students and that was amazing and I didn't only take part in one race, I did other races also and I got three medals. And it just surprises me that God took me from being in a wheelchair. A wheelchair. I couldn't walk or do anything and he took me from that to having three medals and we even got the trophy. It was amazing and God is faithful. So there are three things I'd like you to take away from this. The first thing is be faithful with the small things. There's a saying that goes that the runner doesn't win the race the moment he crosses the finish line he wins every morning he wakes up to train for it so be be faithful with the small things even the day-to-day activities take care of your health be faithful with that too you don't only bring glory to God's name when you get that degree you also bring glory to his name when you eat well when you take care of your body when you mind your health and make sure you do things right God is also glorified in the small things another thing the my second point is that in order to experience peace that surpasses all human understanding you must give up your right to understand so what that means is you must be able to get to the point of surrender surrender all your questions because it's not all the questions that you have that will get answers surrender everything and know that for the believer there's no defeat to live is christ to die is gain and even in the seemingly bad situations we know that everything works together for the good of those who live love him and the third thing is embrace your story embrace your story God has uniquely made your story the way it is you are unique and even though your story doesn't look the way another person does and even though things might be harder for you embrace that and only when you embrace who you are is when you are going to see that God is really gracious to you and only then will you see that it's actually a testimony to be where you are today and only then will you thank him and give him the glory and the praise that is due his name so embrace who you are be faithful with the small things and give up your human right to understand so that's my testimony and i hope you were blessed thank you for listening
0: thank you for listening to today's podcast everybody if you liked it, please follow us on Instagram. Be updated every time that we post. Follow Glenja Lovuto on Instagram as well. Make sure to keep up with our blog called The Unfolding. Link will be shared in the description. Feel free to interact with us on email too at theodhtopic at gmail.com. Follow us on Anchor or any podcast streaming services available to you as we continue to bring you more meaningful content and possibly make life a little bit better take care